Hello, I'm Ona Merku, and welcome to Reimagining Capital Projects, where we explore the impact of innovation and evolving technologies across complex projects, infrastructure, and real assets. On today's podcast, PwC's Garrett Lewis and Rachel Wallace discuss the insights and observations from the PwC Emerging Trends in Real Estate Report and what it means for the real asset sector at large. Going forward, I'll be taking a step back as the regular host, but do not fear, the podcast will continue and we'll continue to provide insight and debate on some of the key topics across our industry with some new and exciting guest hosts from across PwC's capital projects and real assets teams. So thanks for tuning in and without further ado, on to today's discussion. Welcome, Gareth. Hi, Rachel. Thanks for joining me. Um, So if we start with some context, this year's Emerging Trends in Real Estate Survey shows us a sector which is in flux. Looking at the short term to begin with, How would you say COVID-19 has impacted the industry and what do we think might happen in the next few months? Thanks, Rachel. Yeah, so um, basically all industry sectors um, use real estate in some form or another. So um, and and real estate income is driven by uh, occupation of real estate. So in that sense, real estate's really heavily impacted by some of the changes around uh, COVID-19. Um, there's been a, a sort of sharp shock to the economy, and it's that impact on the economy, unemployment, that's perhaps having the the, the, the biggest impact on uh, on the real estate sector in terms of outlook. Um, the Emerging Trends Survey you mentioned, we spoke to around a thousand uh, senior leaders from across the industry, and they are concerned about economic growth going forward with around 90% agreeing or, or strongly agreeing with the statement that we're likely to see uh, lower economic growth going forward. Um, and then you look at the individual sectors and clearly some sectors have been hit more than others. Um, and the sectors that have been hit more than others are those where you rely on some form of social contact. So hotels perhaps being an obvious example, uh, hospitality and restaurants, uh, the retail sector uh, and the student accommodation sector, are all sectors that have experienced um, uh, a, a, quite a sharp shock in terms of occupation levels. Um, but I think what's what's really interesting at the moment is you've got both cyclical um, trends and structural trends which are impacting real estate. So what I mean by cyclical is um, even before going into COVID, there was a view that we were um, quite late in a cycle from a, a real estate perspective with um, prices having been gone through a long period of, of, of uh, rising uh, due to uh, low interest rates and, and the attractiveness of, of real estate as an asset class. And already um, prices and, and, and uh, uh, levels of investment in real estate were viewed to be quite high, an expectation that there was going to be some downturn. Uh, and then COVID-19 hit. Um, but alongside that cyclical dynamic, uh, there's so much going on in real estate in terms of structural changes. Um, and by that, I mean, you know, changes to the retail sector due to shifts to um, a shift to online and e-commerce, um, structural changes in the office sector and changes in travel patterns. And, and I think if I could sort of summarize where the industry is at the moment, it's just trying to grapple with that, that both that cyclical and structural um, dynamic and, and trying to unpick them and, and work out what that means um, from a, a real estate perspective in terms of um, real estate demand going forward and, and uh, investment values. Interesting. Um, I guess digging more into those structural changes that you mentioned, um, do you see those being long term or are they more reactionary to the to the COVID pandemic? And, and what sort of, I don't know if you can expand any more on, on the sort of changes that we're seeing. 
Sure. And I think for me, this is this is a really sort of interesting dynamic we're in at the moment and why I think, you know, real estate is such a, a fascinating um, area to be working in. Um, it's, it's unpicking that what's structural, what's cyclical, what are the new trends that have been triggered um, and uh, by by COVID-19 and what's been going on or which ones are, are just sort of accelerations of, um, of pre-existing trends, even taking something like um, the the economic impact that, that you know, the, the economic difficulties we're going through at the moment and what that means around uh, consumer spending patterns, what's the impact, for example, on the retail sector. There's also changes that are being accelerated around um, consumer habits. So A, whether consumers can are, are going to be spending at the moment at all, but if they are spending, what are they spending it on? Um, the most obvious example, I think, of uh, a structural trend change and perhaps the one that's getting most attention at the moment is around office. Um, what's going to be, what does the future of the office look like? How does working habits change? And in that sense, um, there does seem to be strong consensus coming from the interviews and from the, the, the survey we conducted uh, that people expect this shift to remote working to be a, a permanent shift, uh, 90% percent of respondents agreed that the, this shift into remote working is going to be a, a permanent one and I think overall uh, the, the indications are that there's going to be a, um, a, a, a some downward pressure on demand um, for office and, and hence uh, values but by, by no means clear-cut and, and um, I'd say that's something where there's uh, plenty of disagreement also within the, with the industry around what the future model of office looks like. Um, retail, the change in, in, in the retail sector, there's already been some distress in that sector that we've seen as a result mainly of the shift to e-commerce. That's been accelerated by COVID. With hotels, um, I think the, the, the question really comes down to what type of hotels, um, what, when, what's the pace of recovery that we see in interna uh, international travel and the corresponding demand there um, come back for hotels and that feels more like a, a temporary change um, for most of that sector. A lot, a lot of changes then, um, certainly from a restructuring perspective, what you're saying on retail and hotels rings true. Those are the areas that I would say we're most immediately busy. Mm. But that's a, a bit of a focus on the downside. You mentioned a couple of sectors that might be benefiting from structural changes. I don't know if you can expand on those on um, the logistics and data centres, for example. Yeah, so the, the flip side, I guess, of what's happening in, in retail, um, the logistics sector's um, been performing strongly for a number of years, and that's just been given a, a further boost by the um, the, the, the shift to uh, online um, buying and trade um, that's come about by COVID. And also, you know, we're all on Zoom or Google or um, you know, other, other forms of communication, so much more demand for data centres, and, and that sector's been given a boost. So if you could make a generalisation, it's around those um, technology-related sectors that have this year have um, have had a, uh, have overtaken um, the residential sector in terms of dominating where people think the opportunities are going forward. We've also seen from the um, the Emerging Trends Survey uh, that there is um, strong demand potentially next year for um, telecoms infrastructure, again related to this sort of technology change. So fibre towers, um, those sorts of bits of infrastructure that fit within that real assets, the overlap between real estate and infrastructure uh, where we're, we're seeing high demand. Yeah, so really interesting to hear about those kind of um, more examples of the, the interdependencies between different parts of our built environment.
Um, I guess moving on to where we think transactions are going to come from going forward, um, I thought it was interesting that more than half of respondents were worried about the availability of finance. Um, that rang true for me. Um, we're hearing from some of the UK banks. They want to reduce their exposure to real estate. Um, I'd be interested to hear what you're seeing and, and expect to see in terms of equity and debt investment into real estate. And in terms of you know, what's happening in the market, what are we seeing and, and where do we see the deal pipeline going? It seems at the moment there's a bit of a pause. Um, things haven't happened quite as quickly as we imagined. Um, we're all anticipating a sort of deal-led recovery that hasn't quite kicked off yet. And I think there are a number of reasons for that. Part, partly there's a, um, a due to the government support that's been put into the industry, um, particularly on, on the sort of occupier side, um, that has a prolonged perhaps uh, a period of um, the distress that you might otherwise have seen. But I also think um, that even though there's a lot of this capital on the sidelines uh, ready to come into real estate, there's so much uncertainty, I guess, around, you know, for example, the structural trends I mentioned above that are just they're just giving people pause for thought. But the anticipation certainly from our side is that those deals are going to start coming through quite quickly over the next six months or so. So another area that I'm personally very interested in is uh, is repurposing and um, three quarters of the respondents to the survey said they had repurposing on their agenda in the next five years. Um, there was also talk of a demand shift towards some emerging asset classes uh, and you mentioned them earlier in terms of things like these kind of data centers and, and uh, perhaps life sciences buildings as well. Uh, do you think that repurposing is going to have a, a part in kind of providing supply for that demand or, or do you think those those new asset classes are too specialized? A lot of sectors are talking about repurposing and, and you know can everything can everything be repurposed um, and in some cases the answer is no because the, the types of things that really drive value and underlying need for um, occupation uh, sometimes are the same for example proximity to cities to transport centers and these sort of things so so I think yes a lot of um, assets can be repurposed perhaps moved into more of a, a sort of mixed use um, type uh, approach um, but certainly not everything. And then I guess another key trend at the moment is ESG and impact invest investing with a focus on social impact, uh, which is clearly very topical. Um, what were the main findings for this in the report and what are your expectations about how that might develop in future years? For me, it, the most obvious finding or the most, or the most um, striking finding was the fact that amongst all the, the various aspects of um, environmental, uh, social and governance impact investing, um, it's still the environmental aspects, uh, the issues such as climate change and reduce, reducing the environmental, environmental impact of the built environment that, that people see as the, the top priority. Uh, that's, the, that's the area where the, the industry is most developed and where it's starting to have um, uh, more, more impact. But as I said, the industry is really focused on this area. 77% think that social impact investing social impact outcomes is going to be a much more important part of their business over the next five years and 70 percent think it's that integrated approach that's going to come through um thanks gareth there's some really interesting points there um sure we could do a whole episode on any one of these topics but in the interest of time i don't know if you've got any final thoughts to wrap up if i could summarize all the themes that have come out of the emerging trends over the last five years which clearly isn't an easy task but um, it, it, I always keep coming back to this idea that, that real estate is, is becoming um, much more complex, a much more complex proposition. 
Um, whether that's leases getting shorter and therefore more operational risk for, for, for landlords and operational risk in owning uh, real estate, the impact of technology and how that's, that's changing, um, this shift towards a more sort of mixed-use uh, view of real estate, the sort of real assets angle with the overlap between real estate and infrastructure becoming much more um, obvious and important, uh, a more demanding and informed customer Again, increasing the, the risk, but also the rewards from owning real estate, ESG and social impact and measurement, as we talked about. Um, yeah, it's, it's real estate becoming a much more complex proposition, which to some is seen as a, as a threat and a challenge and to others, I think, is a, a big opportunity. You know, real estate is almost like becoming a, a proper grown up uh, business, business sector, with, um, which is focused on outcomes uh, and a, a much more complex uh, proposition. Uh, where that sort of entire value chain is is reflective of just how important real estate is as an asset class in terms of you know where we live, play, uh, spend our daily lives, and has this sort of hugely critical impact on the environment and other things. So, um, yeah, I, I think that that all to me just just highlights um, really what a sort of quite exciting um, uh, industry real estate is to be in at the moment. Owen here again. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and my thanks to Rachel and Gareth for the discussion. If you'd like more insight on our latest emerging trends in real estate report, please visit our website at pwc.com forward slash emerging trends real estate Europe 2021. The podcast will be back again soon with a variety of topics and new guests. But in the meantime, we have a healthy back catalogue of episodes online at pwc.co.uk forward slash reimagine or simply search us on Spotify or iTunes. Please subscribe to the series to get all the latest episodes and don't forget to rate and review. Thank you all for listening.